Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Get Sports up, Radio get 929 the game.com. It is Sam and Greg. We normally are here. Time, but we'll still use our title. In for a um, well, morning show here. Morning, guys. Morning, ship. Anyway, happy, 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 happy Thanksgiving to you. And good morning, Georgia. Morning. And a happy Thanksgiving to you folks in Thomaston. What you know about Thomaston? Thomaston. Thomaston. Home, home of a, a guy who used to call himself and build himself as the world's fastest banjo player. Okay. I just remember that. <laughs> that was a long, long, long. Actually, he was on the cruise ship when I was there. Okay. What was his name? See, now you brought him up. You know, you yeah, know no, I don't remember his name. Well, Thomas, just... Thomas to me, Thomas to me something, that is the home oh, yes, of, right. yeah. of the GHSA. Yeah. How the so folks anything, doing? anything that, that goes on down, any rules or regulations or whatnot? Ten foot poles. Come from uh, comes from, comes from uh, Thomaston, the wonderful <laughs> folks down there. So happy Thanksgiving, to everybody, yes. at the GHSA office. That's um, in Thomaston. You know, you mentioned the morning shift, and, and and we hope that they made it out of the airport. They broadcast live. Yeah, from they the did. Yeah, they, yesterday. yesterday. Somebody <laughs> lost a bet. They 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 may still be there. Well, yeah, because Dukes and Bell got like Twin Peaks. Yeah. They got the they, they got, got Hartsfield. They got, oh, 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 the day before Thanksgiving, right? You had Hartsfield Jackson or oh, the day before Thanksgiving. I bet it wasn't that bad. It's, I mean, it's no. bad. Given where they were, because here's the thing. I remember waking up yesterday, and they, everybody you know, locally had their reporters out at Hartsfield. And to a person that they interviewed, now this was around that time, six or well, it was about 7 o'clock. They were replaying interviews from people that were there, and they were all surprised that it wasn't as packed as they Imagined it would be. Yeah, they got there early, did the, you know the two hours domestic, three hours international flights. But yeah, well, it may, they might have got out of there pretty good. You don't so, know. Hosea helps prepare for Thanksgiving. That is, we're watching TV. I, I'm teeing you up, Mr. Crenshaw. We are watching TV. Obviously, they are are showing. This is a part of this city. I mean, you're yeah. going to talk Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah. You're going to mm-hmm. talk about Hosea and 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 him for the decades. You know, this has been going on in the city. So we are going to have, coming up later on in the show this yep. morning. We hope that we hope to hear from Elizabeth Omolami. Of course, she is. Hosea helps. Uh, this is a big day for them. But there's a need throughout the year. So when we talk with her a little later on, she'll talk about a little bit, not just what they're doing today, but, you know, because they'll be doing this again on Christmas, mm-hmm. you know, on Dr. King's birthday. They'll be doing this different times uh, and how people can help and support and get involved. There you go. Yeah. Anyway, on this I gotta say this because we've been talking about traffic jam. There's there's crazy traffic going on coming up 75. People are trying to get out of the city if they're already already gone. But um, you know what I saw when I jumped on Peachtree Street today, coming around the corner. Y'all gotta watch out for this right there in front of the cookie factory. Um, so that would be 11th in Peachtree. There is a street pole down, and it took out some stuff on its way down. 
like the scooters, the p- people just leave. Yeah, 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 yeah. It took out a bunch of scooters. I mean, it's down on the ground. Now, it might be at this point moved off the street. It's crazy. Like a a full-blown street sign. I mean, uh, a, a, a light, street light. Okay. The pole is down, took out some things on the way down, and it is a scene over there. Now, this was me coming in. I saw it at like 4.30. Okay. So maybe it's been tended to, but then again, you know. Maybe not. because It's a holiday. Yeah, you know, you man. You got enough people out there to do that, right? Just be very, 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 very careful out there. Um, throughout this show, Sam and I are going to be talking about our Thanksgiving memories. We're going to bring Eric in on this, too. I also thank Eric Slaughter, our producer today, and everybody that's working as we like to reach out to the essential workers, the, the folks that are out there doing those jobs so we can enjoy days like this. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. We salute them always. Uh, because they got to stay on the job. They have yeah, they to work. Do. They have to work. It's a little chilly out there this morning. It is. Uh, I pulled you know out a I mean? coat I ain't worn yet this year. Hey, it's the time <laughs> to do it. I it did. It's the time to do it. I did. Now, um, again, this is one of those days where you want to get through it and get in front of the TV as fast as humanly possible. Unfortunately, you know, we got to work a little bit. And that's all right. This ain't heavy lifting. You are going to be uh, leaving here and doing Georgia State. They got a game later on today. Yep. Georgia State women are playing at noon today, playing Elon. It's part of their holiday classic, which this year happens to fall actually on the holiday. In years past, it, it falls like on the weekend after or the weekend before. Right. But because of the way things fall with the calendar, you know, yep. Now, I, I, I hope you appreciate this because every once in a while I like to show that your education is sticking with me. And one of the things that you have always talked about and in some years it didn't stay with me, but <laughs> eventually it did sink in. And that is any high school teams that are practicing today had a real good season. That's that's one of the things. Every high school uh, football team in the state practices in the summer they in the sweat and heat, hoping that they <laughs> yeah. get to practice this week because it's the quarterfinal round. It's the third round. That means you had a really good season regardless of what happens tomorrow night. You, you had a tremendous season. Right. Uh, but there are some schools that have never done this before. There's some teams and coaching staffs that have never practiced on Thanksgiving Day. And it's a drill that some folks, you know, your, your Bufords and your Cartersville and, you know, Dang, your, yeah. your Colquitts and your Valda, them, them folks, you know. They're like the Cowboys and the, and the Lions on Thanksgiving Day. They know they're working. They know that, you know, it's, it's understood. <laughs> the parents, the community, everybody. Um, but then there are others that, you know, maybe some parents have planned to go out of town. Maybe they got a family event out of town, and all of a sudden, you know, you, your kids got to play a football game. Is there you a know, couple I, first years that you can think well, of? Well, I, 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 I could think with Jenkins right now is still Where's in the playoffs. Jenkins? Jenkins is in Savannah. Wow. They I finished didn't... the regular season at 3 and 7, but they made it into the playoffs, and they're still playing. Craig, <laughs> so, so, say that again. They were 3 and 7. 3 and 7. And then. Circumstances happened to where they got in with that record. They got in with their record because of the regions, the way the regions are lined up. They they, they qualified to get in at three and seven overall, but now that they're here, they won't stop winning. <laughs> and so I'm pretty I'm, I'm pretty sure the parents down there really having to make yeah. some shift, and they got to make some travel arrangements because they're playing say. at Cartersville tomorrow night. They're not even stopping in Atlanta. They're going all the way to Cartersville. Yes, that's from yes. Savannah. Well, if they stop here or not, they they they, they may come up here tonight and spend the night. Yeah, I'm just saying. I mean, they're going here. through and up and around. Or that the, that is the deal about tomorrow. And because school is out, there's no going to school, then getting on the bus. You can get up in the morning, get on the bus, and go to wherever you're playing around the state. So that's the thing about the quarterfinal round. It's a special week. 
schools have been out. People have practiced in the mornings. We're going to hear from Coach Maurice Dixon later on this hour, just before he toots the whistle. He's going to toot the whistle at 7. <laughs> toot the whistle. He's going to toot the whistle at 7, <laughs> but at 640, he's going to come on and talk with us. All right. Uh, okay. That at Creekside High School. want to thank him for that. And and then right after that, we got a number of guests that are going to be showing up on this on this special Thanksgiving morning. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. But after Coach Dixon, uh, Mr. Crenshaw, I'll let you know what's going on locally. Russell Baxter, who was a regular on this show, and then people started pulling him in different areas, and he just got too busy, couldn't be on with us as usual. So we get him now on these special days. Mm-hmm. You know, he's doing a show on Sundays now or Saturdays when we can't, when Sam and I are normally on. But special days like this, we get Russell's NFL expertise. And I got my first question already. Okay. We are going to get a breakdown in his, well, I'm going to save it. But it's a game that took place on this day. All right. one, of the, one of the many Thanksgiving Day games, there was one that has a name attached to it, and I'm going to ask Russell about it because I'm sure he got some kind of deep dive he will get into <laughs> with it. Also, I've told you that next week, after this holiday, I will get back into letting you know about castings. The industry is, uh, is back, so to speak. Uh, but I won't get into that. But the writers and the actors, they, they, they have got their contracts. Productions have started to ramp up. Mm-hmm. We're going to see how many big ones are going to be uh, started this time of year because normally they're trying to uh, break down because of the holidays. But some of them are going to just get as back in, back up and running as quickly as they possibly can. And there's also going to be a need for extras, but I would imagine in the beginning maybe not as many. So it's been a weird sort of couple weeks with commercials being shot and a few projects that have been done. I got another audition. I got blessed to get one. So, you know, there's things that are happening. But we're going to have Patrick on from Extras Cast in Atlanta. This was my scarecrow. Patrick was the first dude. He, he'd been here longer than all the other casting directors. And he was one of the first ones I got to when I started doing the casting call. Plus, he's a big Georgia Bulldogs fan. Ah. So we're going to talk to him about the industry, and we're going to talk to him about Bulldogs and whatever else he's got coming up. Terrell Thomas is going to join us, these Urban Times. And all the way from Detroit, Sean Belisian. Whoa. And he doesn't mind if we count the aboots. <laughs> I told him, I said, you get upset when we, you know, when your Canadian accent just sort of kicks in. I love hearing that aboot. And he goes, no, 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 I meant I don't mind it at all. I talked to him yesterday. He's so happy to be able to roll over and pick up the phone because that dude has had to do Lions games or pregame shows yeah. for like 25, 25 years or so. So he changed positions last year with WJR. So he's still calling games. He's still doing a lot of hockey stuff. We reach out to him for the NHL. But anything going on with Detroit now, we reach out to him. So we got that going on with not just the, uh, the Lions today. But get his thoughts on what's going on over in Ann Arbor. Because I'm sure he got something oh, to say about that. Oh, I'm sure he does. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure so he that is coming up on that. at 920 this morning. And I might as well start off, Mr. Crenshaw, on this November 23rd. Thanksgiving morning, with the first insignificant tidbit. Thing that happened on this day. On this day. I have imagined a person on the other side of the glass may get this one right away. I Uh-oh. just have that feeling. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. But did you know today, today was the day that a certain city was named the U.S. Capitol? Like in 1783, if you had to guess, 1783, you know, 1776, everything started for us, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so 1783, there was a city that was named the U.S. Capitol. And unless you know what it is, it's not the ones that you would think of. Like, I would guess New York first. 
maybe nah, Philadelphia. Philadelphia. No, it's neither one of those. Mm-hmm. Would would the guy on the other side of the glass like to take a guess? And I have a feeling he's gonna get it right. That would be the charm city of Baltimore, Maryland. No. Well, I guess it could be a suburb. I don't know if it is. It's Annapolis. Annapolis. Oh, well, yeah. That, well, that... no, Annapolis and Baltimore are definitely two different cities. Okay. Well, Annapolis was named capital of the United States today, home of the uh, the, uh, the Naval, uh, Naval, Naval Academy. Academy, the midshipmen, the middies, the middies. Yeah. Big well, weekend for that institution. See, yeah. don't you see? I figure you cover all things Maryland. That's why. If it happens in Maryland, I figure you knowing about it more than us. I took a shot. <laughs> anyway, again, Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 929 the Game, 92.9thegame.com. Norm- somewhere on the on the with the on, on the belt on the belt lane or beltway. What do you what you want yeah, to Yeah, I I just figured it was close enough right? to where right. Well, the beltway actually goes between Baltimore and DC, so Annapolis is not on it. Okay. Um, so I'm gonna ask a stupid I mean, question. I, I, I did not know that fun fact about Annapolis. I no, appreciate I, that. I, I didn't either. I and it was only it was from eighteen eighty three. For a year, and then a year later, they took, they stripped it, they stripped them of it, and I think it went to Philly. But I don't have that information in front of me. But here's my question: Are there counties like we have here around Washington, like D.C. and and Annapolis? What is those? What? So there's PG County, which is one of the biggest um, minority counties or black, you know, really black. Well-to-do counties in the country, PG County and Montgomery County. You said PG? Yeah, Prince George. Okay, thank you. Yeah, PG, PG for short, Prince okay. George's. Well, folks that don't know that down there. All right, well, thank you. A little Maryland education on this. On this. What I was going to say is before we get into this, um, our next break, and we're going to talk college football and everything surrounding it and getting prepared for this weekend, is um, we normally, when we come in on a Sunday, after having been gone for six days, give you a story of the week. And it's only been a few days, but it's still been a minute since we've been here. And I didn't really want to back you into a corner about having one, but I just wrote this down, and I didn't know if you had any thoughts on it. We had some pretty big news that happened this week, especially for the folks here locally. I don't know how many people in this state have a connection to them, to her, and with the passing of Rosalind Carter. I wanted to get your first thoughts, and I was seriously going to ask you because I wouldn't be—I wouldn't be surprised if it happened. Did you ever find yourself in a situation where you were had interviewed the Carters or in a situation on, where they on, were there? On, only sporting events. Only sporting. He, oh, he events. was on Braves games all the yeah, time. Yeah, but they—they—they they, they would come to games together. As a matter of fact, one of the last sporting events they attended, people have been showing on the news. They were at a Hawks game, and they put them on Kiss Cam. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Right. Uh-huh. You know, and so yeah, that's that's um, always. Um, by the side of President Carter at, at at sporting events in the area, that's where I would mostly encounter them. I'm telling you what, that that hit me for a minute. I wasn't expected to feel a certain way about her. I I met him, had the opportunity at the Carter Center mm-hmm. to do some when I where I did that video for them. But she was just, you know, his rock. I guess is a, an easy way to put yeah, it for so long for for, for that the long. longest yes living well. Lo- how do you put this? Second longest living first lady. Right, but the, them as a couple were the longest oh, yeah, president. Oh, couple, 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 yes. Yeah. Anyway, rest in peace, Rosalind Carter. And yeah. I want to get that out there before we move on in this show. It is Sam and Greg in on this uh, Thanksgiving morning, in for the morning chip. Going to talk college football next. We hope you're having a wonderful morning, and thank you for letting us be a part of it. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game, 92.9 The Game.com. And take us with you on the Odyssey app. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9 The Game.com. It is Sam and Greg 
on this Thanksgiving morning. In for the morning shift. And the James Brown continues on this 6 o'clock hour. Pass the peas yeah. if you please. <laughs> That's coming up later today now. Yes, 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 yes. I ain't got no peas in my menu today. Well, some people got I got them. green beans. All right now. But I ain't got no peas. Some people got them. They, go, uh, they pass them around. No, that's all right. That's all right. <laughs> Again, Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 929 The Game, 929thegame.com. Get ready for a full day of football action. We're your opening act, but we got stuff going on uh, just around the city and throughout the show today. We're going to let you know. About you know places because you got family in town, right? Yeah, and they may they may be considered. Oh, we're gonna go here, we're gonna go there. What's going on over on this side of town? So we're gonna do our best to point you in a in a couple directions. I want to make sure I get this right here. I hang on a second here, Mr. Crenshaw. I'm gonna get all these notes in front of me. We got all this stuff now, ladies and gentlemen. If you cannot get in front of a TV, if you cannot, if you cannot get in front of a TV, hey. and, and and the folks in your house are driving you crazy, and you can find yourself a little room. With, with a radio in it, we have the games today for you. We got them, all three, starting at 12 o'clock, pregame kickoff um, at 12.30 for Green Bay at Detroit, followed by Washington at Dallas, and then San Francisco at Seattle tonight. All three games right here on Sports Radio 929 The Game and 929thegame.com. Hey, put this back way over here. You, 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 could, you all right there? Oh, yeah. Yeah. You're just doing some little typing there while we're doing the show. Yeah, Wait for you to jump in and, no, and, and fill the void while I was. Well, you were. I was you, moving you, stuff you, you around. You were busy. You were busy. Well, yeah. Stuff that's, around. that's what. So when I get busy, I, I need you to step in. Okay. And, well, we'll step in. This. I mean, this. This is. <laughs> the, the, this is a week we talk college football and um, here in Georgia and people you know focus on Georgia and Georgia Tech. People who followed the game back through the years. Some people try to ignore it because they feel like Georgia has been so dominant in recent years and you know. And Tech has had their woes as far as the football program, but Tech is on a is on a, is trending in, in 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 the right direction this year. They're qualified for a bowl game. They're going to come into this game with some confidence. And you know, if you're Tech, you just go out there and just throw it all out down the field, mm-hmm. and, and 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 to see what happens. The thing of it is, this Georgia Tech team, for whatever reason, has excelled against nationally ranked teams this year. Kind of like Jenkins. Yeah, kind of like <laughs> right, 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 right. You know. The teams that you would expect them to struggle against and whatnot, you know, they've gone out there and they've beaten them, uh, most of them that have been on their schedule. So that's the the thing you watch for in this particular game. There's the incentive, obviously. Uh, you have a coach who played at Tech, who played against Georgia, who beat Georgia when he was playing at Tech. And so, you know, those are things that, you know, he's going to pass along to his team. It's a big game. It used to be a big game for recruits, and it stopped being that in recent years because Tech had to be so selective about the type of player they got for their offense. Right. And now they can just get athletes, guys who are just really good to, to, to come to Tech now. And they're having a great recruiting year. They, haven't, they just flipped an offensive lineman yesterday that was bound somewhere. And he says, oh, I, after coming to see Tech, I saw the many reasons I should come. We don't know. We don't know what, we don't know what those many reasons are, what those many reasons look like. But but they, they, he's decided to come to, 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 to Georgia Tech, you know, and so – they're doing things like that right now. They're very. It's a progressive time, and recruiting once again factors into this game. I want to ask you a question. Yeah, I'm serious about this. I this is what I do. I come in with questions that I think a lot of our audience have because considered, you know, 
even though we're football fans, but next to you, we're naive about a lot of things. And so I ask these questions, I think, fill the void for some people. And I've been thinking about this for a minute. And you mentioned that word recruiting a couple different times. Yeah. My question is this. The people who do the recruiting, Mm -hmm. has their job changed or has anybody talked to you and told you, you know, this is what I do normally, but because of the transfer portal, I have to think I have to do my job differently now because it used to be able to you do your job and that was it. Yeah. But now you do your job and somebody could come in and, and change everything that you've done or a good bit of it shortly thereafter. And I'm curious about that. Have you heard people that you run into? Well, you got to change the way you do it or you're not going to be in the business. So I'm saying, have you, you, what, you, what kind you, of feedback you, you, have you, you heard, you if have, any? Well, you don't have a choice. You, you have to. There's no choosing will I do that or not. Yes, that's, that's part of it. And if you're going to be in it, you, you, you have to do it. And I understand that. I'm just yeah. wondering if there were any particulars or any kind of conversations where dudes went, this is what I now have to do. Or this is what, you know, once I do it, I have to go back and check here. Or I'm now focused on this. Whatever it might be that they're doing differently. Yeah. That's what I was curious about. Yeah. I mean, that's, 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 just, I mean that's, just, that's just part of it. You, you do the best you can, especially if your program is trending up. Now, if you're Georgia, you're different. Right. You're at the top of the totem pole. You got unlimited resources and, ass, and you know and assets and whatnot to to attract players. And if the guys don't want to be a part of a team that's contending for national championship, they still want to go and seek something. That's that's on them because there are guys who will do that. There are guys who left Georgia. There's guys who left Alabama. They've gone there. They played at the high level, gotten a big profile, and their value at some other place. And, and you know that that's going to happen. You can't control that. Right. You know you cannot control. It. But if you're trending up. And you got a nucleus of people in place, and you want to try to hang them. That's that's the different thing, because those guys at the top are trying to reel some of them in too. So that that's that's the thing that's different, and we see that in programs that are in our state, like like Georgia State, like Georgia Southern, uh, who have guys who will excel at that conference level. And if there's a chance, they may move unless they're really in love with where they are and they really right. really enjoy being there. So that's the thing that has changed. My thing is it's also about relationships. And you look at who's included in the coaching staff mm-hmm. and who that person knows because that's the other part of it. You know, can you get in the room? Can you get attention? Do you know somebody at that high school in that community that you can get to? So it, 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 uh, it, it pays to have some of that. And some of the other programs have been very careful to get someone who knows the area and the territory that they really want to target. Right. Uh, to make sure, you know, if the guy's not going to Georgia, but before he goes out here to Virginia or NC State, somewhere like that, you know, and that's kind of what Tech is doing right now. And they're attracting a lot of that guys, guys who would go to really good programs outside of the state right. and getting them to look again at Tech. This, this is going to be a really good recruiting class. But this game is important for that. You know, those guys are saying they're committed. They want to see. You know, if Tech's going to go out and perform well against these guys, what am I stepping into? What am I going into? Can I see myself plugging myself in to what Tech has going on right now? So, it, 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 it once again, the game is big for recruiting. And I think that's when uh, a rivalry in-state is at its best. You know, when Florida plays Florida State, is it about recruiting? And this time when they play Florida, it's going to be a little different right now because we saw what happened with the rankings this week. Florida State was dropped out of the top four with their right. quarterback gone for the season. I, I think the 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 the, the committee, if um, you know, even if they're undefeated, it's going to be tough for them to make it into that. Oh, they're not getting four. in. They're, no, there's you know, no way they're. Getting you know in. what I mean? But but say they, they they could they could you know with with a backup quarterback they could still go and beat Florida and beat Louisville for their conference championship. But look how many losses Louisville's got. Here's the thing: this is going to be a this, this, there's only one team 
that's going to be able to sneak into this top four the way I this is me thinking through thinking this through. And that's Alabama, unfortunately. And if they beat Georgia, Georgia that's not, still that's not sneaking in. That, well, okay, but it's, they're not in the top four right now. They're that's not in the I'm top saying. four, but there's a there, there, there's but, a there's a there's a back door. That's that, what that, I'm saying. That, that is that's, more that, that is more than cracked. That's what I'm saying. You know what I mean so, for, for them, okay. right? Choose the word, but they're getting in if they beat Georgia. Yeah, and you got you got whatever happens up there in Ann Arbor, but Georgia, if they lose, they're still going. Yeah, they're still going. So then that will leapfrog Alabama will will then leapfrog over a bunch of people, and they'll put them in there because they've been playing better than everybody else toward the end of this year. Yeah, what happens in Ann Arbor? Whoever that winner is goes. So then my question is, who's that fourth one? Yeah, and it's looking more and more like it could be a team from out west. It's going to be Washington because if Florida State does win and Washington does win, they're not going to say that this team with the backup quarterback is better than boys out west. I just believe that to be the case. And listening to other people who have, you know, broken this down, and I go, okay, well that makes sense to me. But again, the the, the important thing is if you get to that game late, <laughs> SEC championship game late, and what happens? What is it, uh, December 9th or whatever? Or what? Whenever they play that game, the SEC championship. Well, it's next Saturday. Next Saturday. Okay. Like, what am I saying? December 9th. Um, second. It doesn't. Second. It 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 doesn't really matter. You're a Georgia fan. I mean, you you you're playing with house money either way. Now, don't mess around and skate. Just barely skate through Georgia Tech. Do what you've been doing. Now, I'll go, you know, I don't think Georgia gets graded on style points. If they were to barely beat Georgia Tech and then lose to Alabama, you believe they're still getting in? As far as, as if far they as barely it. beat Georgia Tech, which we don't suspect that to happen, I don't think that, that, but that would. But if happen. they, if they were to, if if that were to happen, yeah, let's just create a scenario because there's nothing more boring than perfection. So let's create something, right? And they 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 get the win, but it's like eh, field goal. Okay. And then they lose to Alabama. They still get in? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I think so. That's absolutely. What, absolutely. You know, I, I, I think, you know, and, and you watch to see what happens with this game. You watch to see if Georgia has the game and they have a um, um, sizable lead in the second half mm-hmm. if they, you know, take those starters and then rest those starters because of what they have coming up. I think that's the thing you watch for. Then, you know, Tech may come back and the score may re- be look a little different but not be indicative of the game. But at the same time, you know, you're beating them and you're getting ready to move on to, to the big show next week. Either way, do you think that the people in this state, who especially the, the Bulldog fans, have, a, have a, an appropriate appreciation for what they're watching right now? Because we've seen this in other sports. We've seen this kind of dominance, but we're not seeing it in college football. I mean, going back to John Wooden and yeah, what he did, yeah. basketball, we've seen these three-peats and – you know, people dominating the sport for a period of time. We've seen George, you know, Gino and 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 Pat Summit. See, do that's it. all talking basketball. As I'm saying, it's happened in basketball. You know, it can happen in basketball, but it ain't but happened but, but in football. It, it, not, not in football. So, do you think they have an appreciation for it? Probably not. Uh, that's you sad. know, it, it well, no, it, it takes time. Uh, we appreciate Matt Ryan right now. You know what I mean? So, who, I'm just saying it who, takes. Who, 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 I think, who, who you talking about? We appreciate Matt Ryan right now. He's a nice fellow. No, we appreciate Matt Ryan right now. Okay. When you see what's happening with the Falcons. Well, that's true. You got, so what, I mean, that's which, what I'm which saying. Matt Ryan, what, early what, Matt Ryan? What, what, just <laughs> over the, the whole body of work, you appreciate okay. that. So, I, you know, no, they don't appreciate it now. Everything okay. is, They win it every week. You know, winning every week. It's more boring in profession. And, and, you know, you got you got you, people are writing checks and names on every building in Street in Athens. You know, <laughs> you know so I'm like, come on, man. <laughs> you know. Hey, you know, these, truly these are the best of times. 
<sighs> right? They're picking out the street right now. They're going to rename for Kirby. Yeah. <laughs> They're picking it out right now. <laughs> anyway, we will be talking more college football later on in the show. But up next, Mr. Crenshaw, and I want to thank you for reaching out to this gentleman and having Coach join us. Maurice Dixon coming up next. And just before he blows the whistle, as you like to say. Yeah. It's going to come up next. Sam and Greg on this Thanksgiving morning in for the morning shift. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. And take us with you on the Odyssey app. Sports Radio 99 The Game and 99thegame.com. Sam and Greg on this Thanksgiving morning. So glad that you're with us and sharing some of your holiday uh, with us. If you're traveling through our city, please be safe out there on the roadways. Yep. Few people on the road, but we're looking up at the screen and there's still some mishaps. 75 North. Taking place, yeah. Yeah, coming up through, uh, through, uh, through down in McDonough. Yep. And like I said, I saw something all crazy on Peachtree Street here. So, so Stu, do be careful. Do be careful. You're on your, way, on your way to get together with relatives. You may be in a hurry, you know, but, you know, hey, we want you to get there. And, if, and if you do bump or, you know, into something, stop and make sure whatever it was, yep. was is okay. You know, now they may have to get there quickly because whatever they cook to prepare it is hot and they don't want it to get cold. Yeah, well, you don't want the cops following you, though. But that's but, but the cops following up, they won't eat something. <laughs> what, what, what you got? We, we, we followed you to this house. We we want a plate. <laughs> that's right. That's what you do. Give me, fix me a plate. We'll be all right. We'll be we'll be fine. We'll be fine, uh, folks. We, uh, Greg and I, as uh, Greg and I talked about earlier, um, all high school football teams practice in the heat in July and yeah. August, um, hoping to practice on this week. In each classification, only eight teams are still playing. All the rest have packed their stuff away uh, until the spring. And we're fortunate enough to hear from one coach right now who's going to toot the whistle here in about 15 <laughs> minutes for them to get started. Uh, why are you laughing? Because it's just a picture of him tooting. He's blowing a whistle. He ain't tooting it. Coach Coach Maurice Dixon, Creekside High School, I appreciate you. Happy spending, Thanksgiving, Happy coach. Thanksgiving to you, Coach. Happy Thanksgiving. Good morning, fellas. <laughs> good, good morning to you. Get- Oh, go ahead. Go, go, no, go, go ahead, Greg. I just, I'm just saying, Coach. Listen, this is you know, Mr. Crenshaw is high school football, and so mm-hmm. working working with him, he has educated me in a number of ways about what just the little the little things about this sport. And has he just explained this is when you want to be coaching? This is when you want to be doing your job. What is it like for you right now? Just, I mean, the inner joy of your team performing the way it has this year, eleven wins and all that stuff. But getting up on this Thanksgiving morning. And getting them ready. What's that like for you? Um, I tell you what. You know, you know. Anytime, other times we have morning practice, and it's kind of a struggle to get up. Today, just wake up with a sense of being thankful um, that you got the opportunity to be a part of those eight teams still vying to win the state championship. Yeah, yeah, fantastic. Now, it's we have a number of schools who are going through this for the first time. We mentioned the folk at Jenkins down in Savannah. They were three and seven coming to the playoffs. I don't know if they had a plan for today, but you guys have been here a number of times. Talk about what you have in place and what is this day usually like for your team? Okay. Well, we're lucky enough to – this will be our fourth Thanksgiving in a row. Um, you know, <laughs> practicing on Thanksgiving because of the success we've had as a program. Um, so one of the things we started was the first year, um, we, we always have a, a team breakfast where the parents come in, they cook breakfast for the boys. Um, you know, we have some alumni that come in. So it's a great time to fellowship with the old and the new and to celebrate the success that we've had so far with the season. So who organizes that now? You don't you don't have to organize. I was gonna say he got a group of folks to take care of that. Some, right? Somebody else does that, oh, yeah. right? All I say is we're in the, we're in the quarter. Um <laughs> let's, let's get his breakfast ready. And my parents did a really, really good job of, you know, taking the leadership of that and making it happen. 
Yeah. There you go. Uh, Maurice Dixon, head coach at Creekside, joining Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. All right, this is the other thing I know about your team. Not only did you just kind of run through everybody here in Georgia, it got to the point where you had to just basically jump on a plane and go out to California. It was an unfortunate trip as far as the wins and losses, but what did you take from going out there? What was, I mean, what was the determining factor to take that trip um, out there? Because when I heard about Creekside going to California, wow. Talk about that experience. Um, number one, I think it was just a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity uh, for our program and for our kids um, to get together and make it happen to make that trip out to play modern day. Uh, number two, I knew it might be a turn that we had to go on the road in the playoffs, so I wanted to take our guys into a hostile environment where they had to kind of figure it out for themselves what they needed to do in order to win the game. Uh, while we weren't successful in winning the game, I feel like we took a lot of steps who are preparing for this moment right here. Yep, yep, they are. Talk about hostile environments. Uh, Coach, you guys have been home for the first two games of the playoffs. You beat Dalton last week, 49-24. But now you go to Warner Robins, and uh, that place is notorious for being a difficult place to play, especially when they uh, when they got a good team down there. You know, Warner Robins is a program. It's, just a, it's a really good program. It's one of the best programs in the country over the success they had over the last six years, um, and then you top that down with the going out to the back and playing, and that's one of the host- most hostile environments in Georgia High School football. Plus, it's just a great opportunity. Yep. Thoughts about today. What is your practice like today? I mean, are you going to start here at 7? How long are you, how long are you guys going to go? We'll go from 7 to 9. Um, you know, we go through our pre-practice, and we'll go through a regular Thursday, which is our run-through. Coach, as you sit here on this Thanksgiving morning and uh, – having the success that you've had this year, we'd like to take a second and, and let the head coaches talk about the assistance that you have uh, gone through and gone into war with this year and, and how they've helped you out getting to where you are on this day. Um, I think I'm lucky, man. I got one of the best staffs in the state. Um, not only are they great coaches, we've built continuity because we only have one new new guy on the staff, um, but my defense coordinator is one of the best guys in the state, Ransom Query. Um, Trent Francis has grown into his OC role. He's doing a fantastic job. Uh, my DB's coach, Delonte Amy, does a great job with a young group. Uh, Jahari Revis is a new coach. Um, he's done a fantastic job. You know, mainstays like Anthony Hill with special teams and my O-line coach, Coach Westmoreland. Um, my running backs coach, I think, is the best one around, Reginald Stanley. So I think we're really, really successful. And then, I, and then I got a D-line coach, Sheldon Peters, who does a fantastic job also. So I'm blessed to have not only a great staff, but a staff that chooses to work with us and stay and be a part of our tribe. Yeah. yeah. All right, now, baby, give a shout-out to your athletic director now because she works hard for you too. Oh, she's the best in the business, Dr. McKeel Troy. Um, you know, I wouldn't be where I am without her giving me an opportunity and, of course, her guidance and leadership when I need it. This is in your heart because this is your school, and what does it mean – I was just remind, reminding Greg, your first season that you returned to be head coach, you went 0-10. Um, I, know, I know that seems like a long, long, long time ago, man. But the thoughts about what it means to have your school um, doing the things that, that you're doing. You could be doing this someplace else, but even the trip to California um, and seeing the looks on the faces of the young people you're working with, knowing that they're walking the same halls that you walk. What, 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 is that, what does that mean to you? Like I told you, I'm blessed, and I'm thankful for the opportunity that I was given um, seven years ago. Uh, I, took a, um, I took a shot on the kid who was the office coordinator and allowed him to grow and make mistakes as a head coach. 
just thinking about the success we've had over the last seven years, it's just a testament of, you know, the hard work that we put in, you know, trying to be consistent every day in our effort, um, creating the right attitude and making our kids as tough as possible. So I'm really just excited. You know, it's, it's, a, it's a labor of love for me because, you know, the opportunity to take these boys across the country, doing things that people said that we couldn't do on this side of town, um, I'm just proud of the accomplishment we've made so far. You, you talk about this uh, this side of town, and I'm going to let you talk about that for a moment too because when I think about this side of town, I think about you guys, I think about Langston Hughes, I think about Westlake, uh, the talent that is there, and if anybody ever comes to play in that area of town, they know they got to bring their best game. Uh, thoughts about that region of, of town, that South Fulton, College Park, um, you know, Fairburn, uh, Palmetto area. And uh, what makes it so special down there? Um, I just think, number one, it starts with our youth programs. Um, I feel like the youth programs in the area are some of the best in the state. Um, and those guys go to high schools where there's really, really good coaching. Um, a lot of times they try to downplay the coaching on the outside of town by just saying we got great athletes. But if you don't have people that put them in the right direction and guide and mold them to be the players they can be, I just don't feel like you would have the success. When you look at the success that Boone has had over at Langston and Cole Zachary's having at Westlake, and then what we're having at Creekside, uh, I think it's comparable to any county, any city area in the state of Georgia. Um, so, you know, the South Side got something to say. Um, and it's just a lot more than just athletes do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to know what time things get going with the coach here. I mean, you said he's going to blow the whistle blow right the whistle, after talking. Before, before he blow the whistle, I got to ask you, and I got my hand over my heart. Yeah, he does. Because you, you're one of the many, I'm proud to say, one of the many. Uh, high school head football coaches who are uh, alums of University of West Georgia. Yeah. Coach, we going D, we go we going D one. Can, 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 can you allow allow yourself to think, you know, <laughs> that you would ever hear Division one with West Georgia? Hey man, all I can think about is those back to back week trips, thirteen hour bus rides to Arkadelphia uh, to play Washington Battles in Henderson State. <laughs> so to go from that <laughs> to opportunity to be a Division one program, yeah. We all we know you always talk about how great an opportunity it is and how great an area that they have mm-hmm. uh, if they were given the opportunity. I'm excited to see what's going to happen, Sam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I am, I am, I am as well. I, I, I pinch myself when I y'all think are about like that. giddy over here. Yeah, man. D one, West Georgia, D one, man. Listen, congratulations, <laughs> y'all. You're feeling more than me, but listen, he is he's been walking on cloud nine talking about that. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, Coach. We appreciate you. You got about five minutes to go here before you got to blow your whistle there. Yeah, he get a chance to, you know, have a cup of coffee or whatever, or whatever he drinks in the morning, get him ready. You know, he's ready, though. He's ready to go out. It's a little chilly out there, Coach, but that, yeah, you know, it is. It, it's football in December. I mean, for almost, it's almost December, right? There you go, yeah, yes, sir. All right, all appreciate right. it. We appreciate you spending some time with us. Good, good, good luck and to you happy guys. Happy Thanksgiving, Coach. You and players and families and all of that. Everybody right, connected with Creekside. Give it to you guys to the tribe pride. All right, Dallas. There you go. That's Coach Maurice Dixon, man. He gonna toot the whistle here. What was that? Okay, minutes. so he ran off a bunch of places that you guys used to West Georgia. West Georgia said. played at the time he was there. <laughs> they were they were. They, I they, never heard of some of them places. I know. That's <laughs> what he said. A long bus rides to go play because they were they were in the conference at the time. There were schools in Arkansas that were part of the part of the Gulf South Conference at the time when he was there. And they, there was a long bus rides, man. They weren't catching. Eric no. sitting there looking like he, he knows some of them schools. They weren't, they weren't catching any flights. <laughs> That's what I was gonna say. But, I didn't want to, you know, but, you know but, rub but, it in. But, but, but you guys actually gonna make a trip to Hartsfield? <laughs> no, man. But no, man. He, he's uh. Well, now we do they go to some of the places they may be going now. Absolutely. But 
those were some long bus rides, but that's 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 changing in the not too. Did you future. have nice boosters that gave you nice buses? You, you know, know, like what Jordan did for the Barons. Well, yeah, they, they they you know they rode nice. It's just the idea you got to ride that far. You know, that, that that was it. You know, but very very proud of him. He's one of many many uh, head high school coaches in the area uh, in the state that are graduates of uh, University well, of West Georgia. Congratulations to uh, yeah. Coach Dixon yeah. and everybody connected with Creekside. Uh, and, and listen, they're going up against Warner Robins. Mm-hmm. And you say that ain't that ain't no that easy battle for them. Never easy, dude. Never easy down there. All right. All right. Well, listen, we are moving into the 7 o'clock hour. And as we do on Sundays and Saturdays when Sam and I are normally on, we turn things over to Mr. Crenshaw and let him let you know what's going on locally. Coming up later on in the hour, we're going to talk to Russell Baxter and give you a – we're going to go back and forth about some of our Thanksgivings from the past. It is Sam Sam and Greg, we're in for the morning shift on this Thanksgiving morning. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.